We've got a question from Seth, who started out by saying that he very much enjoys uh, this new series. So we appreciate that, Seth. And the question goes, uh, in regards to rates contracts in the portfolio, what is the best way to achieve diversification? Is it better to include contracts from different countries or across the yield curve? For example, would you rather trade a multiple maturities in the US and Germany, or maybe trade the 10 years from the US, Germany, France, Japan, Italy, Canada? It seems many CTAs like to trade all of the US and German offerings, but I'm guessing that is likely due to the ample liquidity there. If liquidity isn't such a big issue for an individual investor, is it better to spread the portfolio to different countries? Thanks so much, he says. Who wants to kick that one off? Well, I think if you can, uh, if you have the capital, then uh, spread it across the different durations, spread it across the curve and different geographies. I agree. I think that's a great <clears throat> more diversification in rates and currencies, commodities, everything, uh, stocks, yeah. longs and shorts. Uh, now, unfortunately, you pick the worst sector possible, which is the one that's <laughs> the most correlated. <laughs> yep. So yep. what are you going to do? I don't know. It's it's a conundrum for me. Um, I get massive. Yeah, you, you talked about it, right? Yeah. You recently talked about it. Yeah. I get massive diversification from stocks. There's a thousands to choose from. You know, you can find stocks that are not as correlated. Same with the commodities, let's say. <clears throat> but uh, interest rates, they're the worst. Uh, a lot of these rates, at least recently over the past, what, X years, they've co coordinated policy or whatever. But it is difficult to trade the rates sector as large as some of the other sectors when you go in and measure the correlations of uh, U.S. and then Europe and Asia. It, they it seems to be somewhat the same market most of the time. Uh, then you get Italy. Is Italy an aberration? Uh, or is that going to, one of these days, get right back in line and be more correlated with the rest of Europe? It's, it's really, but I think that's how you attack the problem. Uh, you can't just, you've got to look at the correlation market by market. Yeah. And I think that brings up another point that we talked about earlier today, which I think is really important, and that is time horizon. Because prior to the financial crisis, to a large extent, there was a lot more divergence. I mean, okay, we can go even further back and say prior to, to the euro, when, you know, obviously the European countries decided to have, you know, centralized monetary policy, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, so back in the day, there was a lot more divergence and, and, and diversification uh, across those countries. And even Japan, you know, obviously had its own monetary policy completely, which, uh, you know, uh, we'll, I'll mention that uh, in a second. But so that's the first thing, different timeframes um, and, and the importance of looking at these things uh, over the very long term, because clearly there is a little bit of a breakup over here in, in, in Europe. And so you could see that not just Italy starts to having slightly different moves in the fixed income uh, market, but then comes Japan. And I think a lot of people have lost a lot of money trying to go short Japan uh, on the interest rate markets uh, over the last 20, 25 years. But one day, I'm sure that that short trade is going to work out incredibly well. And so the question is, again, just because it hasn't worked for 10 years, do you just ex or 20 years, do you, do you exclude it or do you keep it in the portfolio? And that's, again, where time frame, uh, you know, plays a big, big part in, in that decision making process. Well, I definitely think you keep it in based on diversification. 
diversification. You never kick it out yeah. because of performance, you know, yeah. in my opinion. Um, but I, as I think I said last week, I've lived through multiple times, 84, 90, and maybe another time where heating oil doubled and mm. crude kind of sat there. Uh, 87 silver had a massive up move gold kind of sat there. So, and these markets go back to being 85% correlated. So it's really a problem, uh, an issue on a, you know, for most of the time it's the same market. And then all of a sudden it really isn't. Uh, but now since we've already, uh, uh, agreed that all the markets make the same amount of money, then there is really no major cost and being conservative, overly conservative, let's say, on the correlations. Okay, I'm not going to make a lot of money if heating oil doubles again, but I'm going to be very conservative and say, that's kind of the same market as crude. I'm going to take that in consideration, my portfolio weightings and my risk. Uh, all the markets make the same amount of money. So I think that is where I end up being overly conservative on the correlation and trying to oh. create a portfolio that most of the time, almost all the time, is going to be very, very diversified. Yeah. No, and, and I guess another area you can see this um, play out has, has really been the equities, right? Because for, for many years after the financial crisis, they were highly correlated in, 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 in many ways. But then in the last uh, six months or so after we had the peak in, in, in January, but it may be even, I can't remember now, but maybe even slightly before, Europe started to, to, to get much weaker than the US um, and of course Asia. I mean, some of the, you know, Hong Kong, et cetera, et cetera, have been really taking a much harder hit uh, this year um, and then, than other countries uh, and other markets. So so again, there seems to be coming back a little bit more divergence between uh, in the equity sector and, and who knows, the same could happen in, in fixed in income, of course, which is actually already the case to some extent because the US have been in a massive downtrend if you look at bonds and, and, and 10-year notes while Europe has still been holding up uh, pretty well, so I agree completely with you, uh, Jerry. You know, never, never sacrifice. Um, you know, the 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 benefit of of uh, diversification and correlation. 